0: hello beautiful souls and welcome to active creative perspectives i'm valerie your guide on this transformative journey where your unique prism of life unfolds in full spectrum today we will step into the world of sharon tal a luminary in holistic well-being and spiritual awakening where wisdom meets experience with an extensive background as a reiki master kinesiology kinergetic instructor Psychic medium, an advanced data healer, and so so much more. Sharon brings a wealth of experience to guide individuals on their healing journey. She emphasized the importance of self-care and balanced living through the lens of the seven sources of self-mastery. As we delve into the global landscape, Sharon Frames it as a battle between light and dark forces, urging lo- listeners towards self awareness, responsible decision making, and pursue a win win situation for your soul. Hello, this is Valerie and Sharon. And today we're going to discuss personal and professional journey that Sharon's been on. And happy to have you. Hi, how are you? And hello to all the listeners. Yes, I, I'm so grateful to have Sharon today because she's holding this knowledge uh, and wisdom that I would love to for you to share. And we will start with where do you think you are today here? Um, and what was the journey that led you to where you are?
1: So in what form? Where am I today?
0: How do you feel? How do you feel in your life on where you are now? Well,
1: there is actually a tool that I have developed, which is called the seven sources of self-mastery. And on every level, there is a physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, family, social, and work. And... I have actually started a new journey of um, self-care for myself as I give all the time so much. I decided to give to myself the time, because everyone were before me, um, to give myself the time and to actually embark on a conscious, healthy lifestyle. Now, one will say, hang on, Sharon, you're a healer, you're doing this, you're a kinesiologist, you're a counselor. I'm a celebrate, I do a lot. Yet, because that I do so much for others, sometimes I forget to take care of myself. I eat healthy, I sleep, I drink enough water. But it's that extra juge of self-care that was missing, that I find that if there's an emergency, if there's a ghost-busting that I need to do, if there's someone with trauma, if there's someone especially with the current world situation, um i find myself distracted a lot by listening to the social media and listening to the news and reading and watching and i kind of semi abandoned myself care by looking at it more externally rather than internally so to your questions where i am now it's um it's getting better and better so there's no dramas in my personal life which is amazing I lost my dad six months ago, so I had to deal with death um, again. Great. My mom passed away seven years ago, so it is totally not simple. And I guess one of the decisions that I am very strong with is to cut anything that doesn't serve me anymore. But not just serves me, that actually drains me. So if in the past I entertained being in connections that were there, but they were not fully supportive or mutual supportive, that my the support was only one-sided, then I just chose to now let it go or not to invest a lot of time in it. Or if I find that we're not aligned anymore. So I feel that one of the things in the mental aspect is that I have no patience, to be honest, I have no patience to waste time on pathways that doesn't serve the highest good. I'm here to serve, to serve the universe, to serve through God, to serve through my vehicle. And I have to make sure that my body, my vehicle will be as good as possible, as pure as possible with my thoughts, with my feelings, with my emotions and this is how I look at it during this time I have incurred um, since my father passed away I had 10 kilos jumping on me literally and adrenals and cortisol is something that I specialize in in my clinic and it's just time for it to look at it for myself so I am blessed with good friends I am blessed with good people around me I am blessed with beautiful daughter and two cats and um my crystals at my home and everywhere I go so connecting to nature
0: so by going through this journey of helping others and giving support and being the facilitator the carer and nurturing people as a vehicle you said you are now at the place where it's time to support yourself and become a routine for you to start looking at your capacity in order to give more.
1: And desire to give. So the way that I look at it as well, it's like a car. You're driving a car. So you filled up the petrol. You're now in Port Douglas filling up your petrol. And then you come and you drive but you drive to here and there and there and there and you have tasks and you go and you come and you do this. You have to make sure that you don't fill up the petrol when it's really, really down. You have to fill it up halfway, quarter, third, not when it's on the fumes of it. And I found myself because I had so many chores and so many people to go and support that I have got to the end of the fuel tank. And it it took me a little bit. Then it's like, Shit, I have to go quickly now to the petrol station, kind of thing. So and this is what the thing is.
0: If you if you come back to that vehicle with full of petrol when you had a full blast motivation, desire yeah, do it. Do you remember last time you had it full? Oh yeah, totally. Uh
1: depends on how though. In October, yes. it was cool because it depends. Because I was on my way to Israel on the seventh of October to do a meditation retreat in Mount Sinai to meditate and to I was I'm part of a group from Israel, like I study extra studies for meditation and and knowledge and spirit and literally half an hour, no, fifteen minutes before going up to the plane in Thailand. All my Jujis said to me, no. I gave my spot away and I stayed in Thailand. So then I had a forced vacation in a retreat place that I guess half of the time I spent crying. And the half of it was in paradise on earth in Koh Samoy. And I was fed and I was nurtured and I was massaged. And I was, I've done, I've done after I managed to get out of my shock of what's happening in Israel and, and I'm sure that for you it will be the same with the Ukraine. So let's just call it a place of conflict. So even though my body and my external, as well as my internal were cared for, my spiritual and my mental were in such stress. My family, my friends are all under war. My niece and nephew are in the army, all my friends from high school that I was supposed to go and meet. like I remember I spoke to my niece on the Friday. I said, see you on on Sunday, darling. Boom. She was at war. The country was at war and it's 93 days of craziness. And so you can be filled up with your vehicle still, but you still can't be bothered to drive it.
0: Right. As you mentioned, you have all these levels, the system that you use for your clients, to have all these levels of spiritual, physical, um, mental capacities. And when you said you were filled up, so your body was nurtured and cared, so Mm -hmm. physical, but spiritual and mental were low in the fuel. Were challenged. They were actually, it's like they, they were technically filled
1: up. Because there was no, you're in paradise, right? But when a trauma kicks in, it becomes real. And then everything is being depleted again. This is part of energy vampires. This is part of energy robbers. This is part of us being stolen of our, um, I guess, ability to, to be at the present. So every time that I went back to the present, everything was full. And I guess this is a very important lesson that everyone goes through. And from my point of view at the moment, there's no drama. I'm right here, right now, connected to God. That's all I need. I have food, I have drinks, I have whatever I need. You know, praise. And I guess one of the most important things is gratitude. And when we are in gratitude, when we are in that Open channel to God, we're open the whole time and we are filled up the whole time.
0: So, if you go to your practice and what you do for others, yeah, and your body is that vehicle that gives that, so you have to feel love for to give, correct? And you've been on this journey all your life, or how, when have you decided that this is your past? to be that vehicle that gives to others?
1: Well, there were on the way path and there was the official path. So I I come from a background of marketing and sales. And then when my... And I used to sell to the hospitality, like to hotels in Israel and to companies and high-level sales and... It was interesting because then they figured that I can read them and I can do channeling and I do cards. And basically, all right, let's just sign the, the order. What do you need? And then can you give me a reading, please? I'm like, what? I'm not here for that. <laughs> that was the non-official one. Then I remember that in my apartment in Tel Aviv, I created this circle for animals, animal American Indian animals. It's so funny. And then my friend came to me. Who's so much better than her? I'm like, but I haven't done anything. <laughs> but it was. And um, look, even in Israel, when I was 18 to 20, I served in the army. It's compulsory. And I was a leader and a commander for youth and for people who came to experience the army. That was the unit and shooting instructor. And for two years, I actually walked with an M16 and an Uzi, unloaded. I never shot anyone. It's all good. But you know how to do it if you need to. And um, and I guess that part of self-awareness, and, and I often used to joke with my publisher, from a killer to a healer, yet I've never really done any. I'm the most gentle, wild warrior. <laughs> um, but if someone will threaten my close people to me or my child or such, And they will come towards me. This is fair. I will protect her with with, whatever I can. That's that's what it is. And I felt as well that that time in October led me into that place. Who is threatening? My child, my country, my people. It became so raw that as well after losing my dad and my mom prior, it was like, It's a -a man-to-a-man wolf. If we don't have God with us, if we don't have that guided love protection, people can go into savages. And I remember looking at myself saying, wow, that's what people do. That's how people live. So many. And immediately I stepped out of it, but it was like, wow. I could actually, that perspective, I could actually understand their way of looking at things. And I'm like, thank God I am not there, but thank you for showing me how they really feel. So I could actually, in a way, understand them, but not accept massacre, rape, killing, will not accept it ever in my life. So, but to your direct question, I am now working less hours and I will work when I can give And if I feel that I cannot give, I will not work. I will not sabotage or not give the best of the best through myself and to my clients ever. I've been doing it for 23 years in my clinic. And I've done over 35,000 client hours. So I know exactly if it's like the time or not. And the universe helps me because I either get fully, fully booked or I can get chill out days and I'm like, oh, fantastic. Let's
0: go to the beach. So by um, the memories came through when you were in army and carrying the weapons and then, you know, being a a salesperson and going into the spiritual path of giving um, and then losing your parents prior to what happened in Israel a lot of theme of protecting and protection came through for you. So now Um, by protecting yourself is the same part of the warrior that you have inside that protects others. So do you find that this is the time to find your own protection for what's happening in the world? If you are protected, you wouldn't... Uh, see others perspective on attacking or being
1: I will always be protected because I'm with God always I always speak to the angels I always speak to God I know that no matter what is happening in my life I am protected just like with Psalm 23 even when I walk in the valley of death I shall not fear
0: you protection is uh, if someone's attacking.
1: Physically, emotionally, mentally, psychically, which one? All of them, yeah, so, none of them.
0: And then, and, uh, and then when you talk about protection of your own vehicle, is self-care. Self-care,
1: make sure that you have petrol, make sure that the car is serviced, make sure that there is water, make sure that there is air in the tyres. So which is in, in human metaphor that you have slept, that you have drunk water, that you are quenched, that you you have spring in your step. Like if you are not if I'm standing there, you know, we you and I met briefly at the Mind Body Spirit and I did the main stage, eleven eleven meditation, but every day it was the portal. And a lady now invited me to do her house clearing, and I said, what did we even meet? Like, she rang me on the phone, and she said, no, but you stood there on the stage with your selenite sword, and I just knew that you were the real thing. I stood there with no nothing, just with a microphone, with a headphone, and it was like, cut the BS from your life. Cut anything that doesn't serve you anymore, including dramas, including friendships or relationships that doesn't serve you anymore. But the question is, how much are we loyal to ourselves? Because sometimes you're loyal to so many others, but it's on your on in in you paying for it. That's the problem.
0: And this is the path that you're on uh, to discover where do you find gaps in giving or being not protected or not self-cared enough to find that time and space for yourself?
1: Yes, and that's a constant journey because every time your perception is changing, you're changing, you're, you need more, you need less, you need more self-care, you need... Like today after our interview... I had an appointment that was cancelled and i'm like oh now i have a window i'm actually gonna sit and read a book and i'm not going to do anything productive because i can do many things i can sit and start the draft of my second book i can sit and translate something i can i can do shitload but because today is my self-care day i won't i will actually go and read a book and chill out and watch TV or not, and listen to music or not, go for a walk or not, because I haven't decided yet, and, and that's it, and, and I will allow myself to quench for me, not on call, I had some calls for work, booked myself for tomorrow, all good. It's to be in the flow at any given moment and to know that you're in control at any given moment
0: so you don't have to be a control freak. Does that make sense? uh, Yes, so being in control of your own time and what you do but not being a control freak. Yeah, control freak comes when we are not in control. And after being... So productive all your life being everywhere doing so many things serving for so many people yeah you come to the stage where you letting control to be controlling your time leading my time yes leading your time mm, guiding and what Yes and that's a practice that comes with... Uh, good and bad times of serving and giving so much Yeah, that you come to understand it's good to give, and that's what you are and who you are and how you serve others, but it's a knowledge how to give yourself and allow yourself. It's a must
1: because I'm not a martyr. There's no need to be a martyr. I'm not a hedonist because then you're not truly giving but it's to find that balance of what do you need what makes you happy so if I'll ask you Val, what makes you happy you're sitting down in your happy place you'll go for a walk you'll do this you'll do that it's for you it's for no one else then you take this happiness and you transfer it or share it with others because of that's your aura that's your being that's your joy That's what it is.
0: And when you meet so many people with, that come with so many different, um, requests to you Mm. and it's been part of your life to navigate what to do with everyone by using so many different techniques that you use. Can you explain Mm. more on what techniques you usually use? So, some people have, yeah, and what how it evolved, How how did it evolve, you know, to what way you are? Well, some people have a toolbox, I
1: have the whole bunnings. So, I've studied so much because I'm a curious person, and because that I myself had a personal trauma in my childhood that I had to overcome, so then. That's why I called my empowerment cards from Survive to Thrive. So it's about being able to overcome it and to be that wonderful, amazing person that one is and allow it to flow and to release. And I started through with meditation, I think at the age of 22. Then I've studied Kabbalah. From Kabbalah in Tel Aviv, I have studied American Indian. And some forms of, some courses of psychology based on the um, French, Carl, Carl Jung. It was very amazing. It was more like the Gestalt. So it was right here, right now. What are we doing right here, right now? From there, I started to do kinesiology. And it was versus fire, sorry, in 2001, kinegetics. And then from kinetics I liked it so much and I wanted to become an instructor. Then I've done Touch for Health, did the diploma. How long do you have here, darling? Because I've studied a lot.
0: <laughs> yes, and that's interesting and, how it evolves.
1: Reiki yes. and from Reiki 1 to Reiki 2 to master within six months because I was already a master, but I had to go through the ranks, if you know what I mean, and... um via the kinesiology that then evolved to two years of studies of that to become the first government accredited diploma in Australia. We were the first round of it in 2007. And I opened my clinic in in July 1st, 2001. I jumped in because, oh, and of course readings and tariff when I was 25. So. 95 and uh, I'm 53 currently. Then I wrote my book. After my mom passed away, I wrote my book. I've done counseling when I was 40. (laughs) See, you're confusing me now. I've done over like 80. I have 80 more. Doesn't matter, more. Then I became a celebrant um, and of course an instructor of over 30 courses. But now I only teach what I like specializing in the jaw area when people are clenched and grind, so headaches, migraines. What I love to do the most when a person comes to see me is to utilize all of it. So you're coming and we're chatting, that's the counseling, and then I go deeper, that's the channeling. Put them on the table, then it's the kinesiology. Put my hands over their head and give them energy, that's the Reiki. I put my sword over them, that's the shamanism. I'm clearing, cutting all the cords. And it's all a combination of everything because each one of them, and not to mention the shamanic studies with the Hawaiian elders, with the um, Maori, with the American Indian, just to
0: name a few. (laughs) By doing um, all these years, years, years of upgrading your knowledges. Yes. And... Sitting here today now, how does it make you feel to know that you've achieved so much? You've done everything, you don't even remember all of the stuff that you've done. And being here today teaching yourself to self care, what's the oh, main message yeah. that comes through?
1: have fun while you do all of it. Keep that curiosity, make it go. Self-care is, is make sure that no matter when or what you are, like I have no problem to work hours upon hours. I think that's, that is the problem that I can work hours upon hours and then to forget to eat or forget to sleep or like when I do my live every Thursday, 9 p.m. 10 o'clock, I'm hyped i'm supposed to go to sleep i relax everyone else but i have so much energy because i channel it and then it's like oh uh okay now maybe i'll just watch something and then i'll i'll calm myself down then i just meditate and then i go to sleep but (laughs) for me it's an honor and a pleasure to hold space like give me the mic let's talk what do we need and that's where as well i've created a full range of products like I have 24 elixirs from homeopathic and magnesium in a book and cards and many more. Pendants, pendants for self protection and transformational, everything just to help support. Scent of the soul, candles, diffuser, room spray. Oh my goodness, a lot. I have about 70 products that I've created in the last seven years and moving
0: and so. And, and And I take people to retreats as well. And doing all this work with, uh, creating this space for people to explore all these modalities that you hold in yourself and your wisdom and your knowledge and healing them through your journey, um, and what you've learned so when you look at the current situation in the world, taking mm-hmm. in, in consideration, your background, your cultural background, you're currently in Australia in a safe, as we think, space and place to live eesh. and, eesh, yes, and being in that 2024, that unveiling so much for the whole globe of humanity. Um, How do you see our society at this stage, at the start of 24?
1: We are in the midst of a war between the light and the dark. Full stop, exclamation mark. (laughs) All the Harry Potter, all the Lord of the Rings, all the movies about the light and the dark, this is happening right now. The fight is via the media and the challenge is to keep ourselves connected at any given moment through the light to the light. If we can do that, we have won. If we are falling into that despair, into that pain, into that hurt, we're gone. That's it. So you're either won or you're either gone.
0: Are you talking about the whole human race? As well. Of course.
1: If you will see it, all the attacks that are happening now, all the, everything. People like to take sides. Oh, I'll fight for this. No, I'll fight for this. Have you been there? Do you know it? Do you know the history? Do you get, where do you get your information from? How, why are you fighting? Why are you hating so much so quickly instead of loving and finding a win-win solution? It's all about finding a win-win solution. However, there are parts, there are powers, there are forces that are not interested in win-win. I will never forget the movie Sherlock Holmes, Professor Moriarty, told once to Sherlock. He said, I own the I own the factory that creates the bullets, and I own the factory that creates all the medicine. So either way, if you use this, it will make more of this. And that will go in our life to sugar. And to diabetes and medication, same, same. So it depends where people want to see themselves and how loyal they are to themselves and to what they eat, And not to be swayed by all the other BS that we are being fed. Ask yourself, is it real? Why am I doing it? Is it something that I need, want or like? And if it doesn't make you feel good, F it off, release it.
0: And if you think that society in that stage, where they're fighting and being manipulated uh, mm-hmm. between two uh, light and darks, so what would be the your perspective on how we can navigate this lifetime that we chose um, to deal with it?
1: Remember your mission. That's what I help people to do. Connect them to their soul mission. That's why I'm the soul alchemist. Remember who you are. Remember your mission. Remember what you need to do. And don't be swayed by other diversion. And the other diversion can be as well TV. The other diversion can be just computer game or apps or social media that doesn't serve you. If you are not aligned. If you're feeling drained afterwards, it did not serve you and your energy has been robbed. And this is where the problem is.
0: So usually zombie. when you have... A...
1: a lot of people are zombie. This is zombie land.
0: So to be out of zombie land and to have that grounding stability uh, to know your past, to know your mission or why you're here... Mm-hmm. Um, how do you anchor it? How do you help people to uh, find the stable roots that they are here for, not to be manipulated?
1: I teach them how to connect to their core. I teach them how to connect to their soul. I teach them how to connect to What is a yes and what is a no? And to keep asking those questions. And there is a, a difference as well between questioning and doubt. When we are not doubting, when you can question anything and everything. Question me on anything. But if you're coming from doubt, then it's from fear. So if I'll ask you, would you like a mango or an apple? You're now in tropical. You'll say, hmm, I don't know. What do I feel like? Do I feel like a mango? Do I feel like an apple? Oh, but I just brushed my teeth. Maybe I don't want any of them. Or maybe I'll just take half and half. Everything can be a win-win when you're connected to yourself. Once that you have that self-connection, you're done. You're, you're perfect.
0: Does that make sense? Finding, so finding a win-win for yourself Yes. Uh, in the world, between the reality around for society to find the path not to consume, to be consumed in that war that's happening uh, and manipulation. And if you have that win-win for yourself, what would you say it is?
1: To flow, the words that come is to flow and to do what's right for me at that moment. Because let me just be super clear, this is not anarchy. People will say, well, I don't feel like going to work today. No, this is not about, it's, a, it's about taking responsibility. Self-care is self-responsibility to pay your bills, to do what you need to do. You're not a hillbilly walking like willy-nilly, you know. You are part of society, within society, yet with free will. So it's all about free will. What are you smiling? Is it it
0: feeling, resonating? I am smiling because this is something that I stand for because I find that you you just clearly explain the perspective that I have on finding that responsibility on choosing and having a free will to decide is so any given moment by connecting to the situation and asking be as you said be curious and asking what's win what do i want how do i want it and questioning what you do be self aware and deciding if you don't want to do something it's your choice it's not an war not against a cho- that one and it's not no. a fight it is your choice to do something it's that you're not... responsibility. And responsibility,
1: Obviously. if you will break it, it's your ability to respond. Responsibility. And when you're able to respond and to make that, rather than react, I write it all in my book, The 28th Lesson in Self-Mastery. It's about your ability to respond. And when you are responding and not reacting, you're not in fight, flight, freeze. So one of my specialities is to take people out of the fight, flight, freeze. Because the corpus callosum then shuts down, you can't think when you're in fight, flight, freeze. And you, you can't make logical decisions or creative. So then you become into fight, into flight, into freeze. And we don't want people there. So I help through the jaw, through emotion, through chat. To release it, to to free it, and to make it really, really easier for them to activate their brain again and in a positive way. And it's really about being emotionally balanced. We're cutting all those excess, heightened emotions that are based on fear and panic, which is the fight, flight, freeze.
0: So decision making is the core of being self aware, and when you decide to self care, uh, when you can decide on win win, on what's good for you, on what you want, and not right being emotional, I- and not being emotionally directed with if from the state of fight or flight, is important. Because how do you help people to notice that in that stage? Because I find that a lot of people live their life the whole life in fight and flight mode without even understanding, um, these other ways. So when you anchor them and they get to the place where they safe and secure and they feel themselves, how do you help them to tell themselves this is the place of decision making? So
1: when you're talking, I, I remembering an example for you, um, So I wrote my book, 28 Lessons in Self-Mastery, and then I wrote a course for it. And I taught it in class, and one of the chapters or episode is um, the dream and the journey. So then I've asked each and every one, so what is your dream? Where has it been? How did you go with it? La, la, la. And this lady said to me, I will never forget it. And she said to me, Sharon, before I met you, I actually didn't have a dream. Before this course, I didn't have a dream. And I'm like, Wow. Okay, that's wow. A month later, I was in my travels, of course, because I travel a lot. I love traveling. See, that's my choice. I love traveling. And I saw her at the airport in Queensland, you know, Gold Coast. And I was like, hey, what are you doing here? She said, well, I'm going to invest and buy, I'm here with an investors group and I'm going to invest in property. And I've decided to get out of my comfort zone and do it. I'm like, oh my God, look at you, like amazing. So this is what happens when you dare to dream. You actually have options, but if you can't see options and most of us are functioning from the inner child because most of our traumas had happened in childhood and it, are, it is all functioning from the inner child. And if we're not clearing the trauma of the inner child, all of that, and that is like the foundation of your building. Everything else on top of it is not going to be stable. And a lot of time, people who had uh, emotional, physical, sexual abuse are picking their partners exactly in the same way because they don't know anything else. And this is where we need to stop the system, stop that program, which that's what I do very quickly with them. As soon as I identify it, zoom. One session, two sessions, it is gone. We are shifting it. And then I always, because it's still a habit, so who's speaking? Who's talking to me now? Is it the rebel? Is it the inner child? Is it what aspect of yourself? One of my lectures was the inner child, higher self, dark side, masculine and feminine self. And we need to balance them all because they're all aspects of ourselves. You know what I mean? So if we are not in balance from our core, there's going to be Balagan. There's going to be a big mess and we cannot afford to do that. Does that make sense?
0: Very much so. And to uh, find the way to close this loop on the human future and where we're going. So if people are in that mess and they're not aware of what they're doing, they keep fighting, they keep living in their fierce fight or flight mode um, without understanding that there's nothing to be protected from it's their choice what they decide on yeah and you doing this immense amount of work with knowledge that you give and the healing services that you provide all your life to help mm-hmm. them to guide to get on that stage of self-awareness and making choices for themselves so how do you see where is it going for you do you see a no. positive positive crisis of humanity no, for, for
1: humanity for humanity for humanity people has to wake
0: up they have to wake up do they do you think What is the percentage that they are awake in?
1: I cannot put numbers like this however let's just say that even if two or five percent will wake up they'll be able to have the impact on the others and that's what it is like they're saying 10% rules the world 5% are are trying to wake the other 85% that are not awake and I am proud to be between those percentage that is shouting if you look at my stories on insta it's like wake up people wake up because you can't see it where do you go and saying all these words free palestine yeah free from hamas what are you saying with ukraine and russia where are you saying leave the women and the children alone full stop to everyone But if we are not going to wake up, if we're not going to spread the light, if we're not going to be those little aspects of specks of light within ourselves, we are gone. It is gone. But I will not lose hope and I will not lose hope with that darkness. And I will keep spreading that hope that people will wake up. And there is an expression in Judaism, if you have saved one soul, you have saved the whole world. Because each one is connected to so many. I'm just getting goosebumps to share it with you. So it's like, I will not, I will do it one person at a time. Where I see myself is on a larger scale. I want to see myself on bigger podcasts, bigger stages, bigger stations to continue to spread the light. And it's not about what I say. Is that if I, what I say, wake you up to your own mission, that's all I want. I want each and everyone to be in their self-actualization. And to get to that self-actualization, they will wake up to their mission and then everything else will will just vibrate. I want the soldiers to say, no more war. I want the people to hug. I want the people to say, enough with the BS. Let's make a win-win. And that's why I guess... This is one of the reasons that I was guided to go to the world central places, the world global chakras. May I I share about my retreat? I was guided. When I came to Australia in two thousand ninety nine, July ninety nine. I have been guided. Well, I saw it in London, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and with my friend in London. And we watched it, and I was like, I have to get to Uluru. I just knew it. And then I drove five thousand kilometers from Melbourne to get to Uluru, and I got there and I put my hand there. I did not climb it. My friend unfortunately did, but I didn't. I, I touched it, and it was like, I'm home. I'm home. It was the heart of Australia, and the I didn't know at the time, but it was it is the solar plexus of the world, the global. And then i I didn't have a calling about it. And then for my fiftieth, in two thousand, I had a calling, you have to go again, we're waiting. It was like, okay, COVID came. I had the ticket, everything. COVID came, I couldn't go. I waited until October 22. And as soon as I put my hand on the rock, all I could hear is, we've been waiting for you. Bring people here. And I was like, your wish is my command. And then it was like, we are, "We're we're going to stop you because the dark doesn't want me to do that. And... As soon as we turned, and, and I was with a friend, with a new friend that I made and my daughter, and all I could hear is, watch it from snakes. And I'm like, okay, so I'm asking my friend, hey, are there any snakes here? She's like, no, I don't think so, it's still this, da-da-da. And again, I'm hearing, watch it from snakes. And I'm like, okay, as soon as we turned from that cave, it was an open cave, a king cobra is staring at my daughter and I'm like going to it and say to it, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear it, but I gave it some swears and I told it to get the F out of our way energetically. And I said, you're not going to win and I don't give a shit and I'm part of God's way and we're part of the light and I've asked for protection. The snake just left, slid it away. And I went and I've done this. I'm getting goosebumps just saying to you, I took my Hawaiian conch and I brought my Jewish shofar, which is the, horn and i have balanced the yin and the yang at least for me whatever other impacts i made i am just blessed and it was it and i knew i had to bring a group so i brought the first group in march 23 and i'm about to take a group at the end of march again um 22nd till the 26th of march and it's going to be to balance your your yin and your yang, your masculine and your feminine through rituals, through full moon, through soul gathering and fun, doing segue out of it, doing some dot painting with a custodian, doing uh, rituals with me and taking your aura photo before and after to actually see the change in your energetic field. So I would like to... Um, It's a beautiful
0: way of Yes, so putting a group together to activate people, to activate the planet in the solar plexus. Yes, And I would like to share my story. So when the war started in 2022 uh, I booked a flight to Uluru on my birthday in April with a little um, girl in my in in me uh, she was probably three months pregnant I was wow and I went there to activate the peace uh, within the new soul in me in that place because it is so powerful and I I feel like just going there and bringing people to that place is already activating the world and humanity to step into the peaceful. And of course the corpora is, is a sign, you know, it is a very powerful sign that there's always going to be someone on your path. There is. And the next day I took the Segway, we've done the
1: Segway trip around and, and the snake is talking in my ear and telling me I'm going to get you. I'm like, no, you're not. You are not going to get me and it ain't going to happen. So as long as you can keep your strong spirit of the light, nothing will harm you. And this is the main job. Just be fit. It's like exercise and gym in your spirit, not just in your body, not just in your emotion, in your spirit. So it's about connecting people to their spirit, to their soul, to their mission, to remind themselves what they need to do and to take care of it. So, if anyone would like to join me, please contact me because there's few spots I'm getting yeah. right fast. So, how did you enjoy Uluru? Hang on, how did you enjoy Uluru?
0: <laughs> I have a lot of stories from there because uh, it's been, you know, I, it was my birthday, I was pregnant, and it was the hardest time of war in Ukraine. Because we were all hoping to finish. So, yeah, it, it, it's another story. But in, in the message that you just shared, it's so powerful. And I would like everyone to know how to find you and how to book it and uh, how to connect with you. So what's the mm-hmm. best way to reach you? Well... My
1: website is thesoulalchemist.com.au. My uh, Facebook, I have a page, The Soul Alchemist. Easy. Instagram. And then you do live streams on Instagram. I do live stream on Instagram and my Facebook group um, every Thursday night, Melbourne time, 9 p.m. And even when I'm all over the world, wherever I am, I'm actually committed to it for since COVID, since 2000. So I had my own radio show and I gave it up for after COVID. I've done like 200 episodes and I've switched it to the lives on Instagram, Facebook group. And it's at 9 p.m. The Dot Soul Alchemist. And if you want to have a sacred union. And, huh? How to build the tree? Call me just okay. give me a call sure. fact, i'm very approachable i am very approachable i am and you're
0: low, by melbourne uh,
1: in melbourne caulfield um again it's the soul Sharon tau the soul alchemist i have my own youtube channel and tiktok and
0: i'm everywhere i guess but okay so just uh, thank you so much for the powerful messages that you give and so for the work you do in this lifetime uh, I'm very grateful to have you, um, thank you and so we'll come much. back for you as well yes and we'll come back to see you how you go maybe next year um, and see what happened in this with everyone it would be very Bring exciting so Bring thank you on. so much And follow Sharon Tal on all the social media. Thank you. Thank
1: you so much.